Internet. I'm Bianca Akbiak. And I'm Zoe Rodriguez. And we're the hosts of Beyond the Balcony, aka where theater kids go to geek out between shows. Join us today as we talk about some of our comfort musicals. Basically, we're a little stressed with midterms and the election, and these musicals are like a warm hug that we can't currently have because social distancing. Virtual hug? <sighs> Virtual hug. Welcome to our little balcony. Curtains up. So, what is a comfort musical? Thank you so much for asking, Bianca. You see, a comfort musical is the musical you listen to when you need to feel warm and fuzzy on the inside, because the world is a bad place. (laughs) It could be a show that reminds you of the first time you saw it. Or just one that helps your bad days suck a little less. This is a chill vibe zone of all our favorite shows, Because we really need that right now. (laughs) We've also decided to add on the fun mini-game of guessing each other's shows. So, we have generally discussed what musicals we want to talk about today, but we haven't gotten into specifics. So, uh, take with that what you will. So without further ado, and in no particular order, may the chill vibes commence. Okay, so I think I'm going first. I don't know. I feel like you're going to have a lot easier of a time than I am guessing these. I Probably. I'm the kind of person that when I like something, I talk about it a lot. So, um, looking at this list, I know that you know that I'm obsessed with all of these shows. <laughs> I have a feeling I probably know too. I'm quite confident in my guessing abilities about this. I am not confident at all, so this is going to be fun. You'd better get at least two of the ones on the list. At least two. Oh no. This is too much pressure. (laughs) I have faith in you. It's okay. I've talked about these musicals a lot. You should know. I'm confident in one of my guesses, and that's it. Okay. Okay. But you're going first, so it's fine. Alrighty. So, my guess for one of your choices is... Drum roll, please. In the Heights. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Glad we got that one out of the way. <laughs> I kind of figured you'd guess this one first. Um, I don't think I can go through a single conversation about musicals without talking about In the Heights. You know, I am a Latina theater fan, and we don't have many options. And uh, West Side Story, while I love the music, the representation's a little... You know, um, she's a little funky. She's a little, she's a little off. Funky. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Natalie Wood is whatever. We've moved past it. Kind of. Not really, but. <laughs> you know. Obviously not. The point is <laughs> that In the Heights exists now. Yes, it does. And the world is better because of it. Yes, it is. You know, the funny thing is I've been obsessed with this show since I first got into musicals was Hamilton, obviously. And then from there, I went almost straight into In the Heights. And 
controversial opinion i like in the heights better i don't blame you it's okay for me it's just it's more personal like it Mm -hmm. i grew up in a neighborhood that i feel is very similar to the neighborhood that's depicted in the heights and i think it's just so warm and like comforting obviously since we're including it in this episode yeah i definitely think in the heights has much warmer vibes to it than hamilton does they yeah. they have such different the, the tone is just very different in both of these shows i feel like hamilton is what you want to listen to when you want to get like hyped up definitely i mean even though it is quite an emotional show it can wreck you in the heights is just like in the heights wrecks me every time i listen to it it like I cannot go through a full listen through without crying it's just yeah remember when we saw it for the first time (laughs) (laughs) so the first time I actually saw it was um, a friend of ours a production of it at her college actually JJ yes friend of the show yes she was playing graffiti patty yes the gender-bent version of graffiti Pete (laughs) she was great the production was great Bianca was sitting next to me. It was my uh, Nana's birthday. Um, She passed away Mm -hmm. a couple years ago now. And it was her birthday when I saw the show, which was a mistake. (laughs) When I tell you, I lost it. Anyway, I'm going to attempt to guess your next one now because... Okay. Now I'm in in a sad vibe and I need to get out of it. Cool, cool, cool. So... No, don't start the Jeopardy music. (laughs) Okay, let's... I know that this is on here somewhere. Great Comet. Yes. Okay. You paused. There was a hesitation there. (laughs) It doesn't mean it's not on there. It is definitely on that list. It is on my list. Correct. It's, It's an obvious one. I... Great okay. Comet is my brand. We all know this. I don't know what it is about this show, but it's just spectacular. It is groundbreaking. It is everything to me. I don't know why, but it just is. And I love it so much. And it has just such good music. There are certain songs in that show that I literally listen to on repeat. Like, I don't even, honestly, like, I don't listen to the full album. I'll just listen to, like, two or three songs. I listen, I could listen to Dust in Ashes ten times in a row. Yeah. Ten times in a row. For sure. My main song of choice is No One Else. Oh. But also Dust in Ashes. I'm also, for some weird reason, really obsessed with letters. Oh my Um, god, I love letters. It's It's such a good, like, act two opener. It's so good. I love that song so much. I know every single lyric in that song. Dude, there's so many lyrics. And I sing all of the parts. <laughs> Natasha, Pierre, Mary, Sonia, Anatole, all of them. Because it's just that good. And it's just, there's some days when you just need that. When you need yeah. those, like, chaotic vibes, but they feel yeah. good. That show is really chaotic in, like, the best it's a cha- way. It's a chaotic good. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. I love it so much. Hashtag revive great comment. It's not it's been, what, <laughs> like a couple years. I don't care. I just want to be able to see it performed again. 
I just want to see anything performed at this point. I would pay money to see Love Never Dies at this point. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not Love Never Dies, but maybe <laughs> Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Now that we're sad about not being able to see We need to, we need to get better transitions in here. Yeah, we, we need to stop being to... sad. That's why we're doing this episode, remember? To not be sad. Hilarious. Okay, I think... I know there's a couple more on this list that you should know, like, right off the bat. Then I'm gonna say Anastasia. It has to be on there. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I feel like, okay, I feel like of all of these, Anastasia's the one that I feel like most people wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why I like this show so much. Derek Klenna and Christy Altamere. You're not wrong, but still... <laughs> I mean, I don't have Carrie on the list, and they're in that one, too. I know. I think, but it's probably for nostalgia. Yeah. I mean, I didn't really watch Anastasia growing up. I watched it for the first time a couple years ago once the musical had already come out, and I was like, wait, why haven't I seen this movie before? Yeah. This is, like, everything I love. You know the funny um. thing is? The first time I watched it, um, I was in this dance performance in eighth grade, I think. My teacher had me play violin to uh, Once Upon a December. And so I was like, I've never seen this movie. And so I watched it. And the funny thing is that was only a couple years before the musical came about. And so it was still like pretty fresh in my mind. And then the musical came out. And I feel like Anastasia was one of the first shows that I like genuinely followed. Mm -hmm. Followed the advertising for it when they would release new videos and new clips of the show. Like I would actively be like, oh my god, this is so cool. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, it's just like a cool nostalgia for me of like, yeah, that was one of the first shows besides Hamilton that I was like really excited for. Yes. And we did get to see it together at the Pantages. We did. It was the last musical we've ever seen. Yeah, it was. It was just over a year ago now, I believe. Oh my god, no. Hold yeah, up. Yeah, we saw it in October. Say psych right now. It, n- no. <laughs> I will not be saying that because it was indeed in October. Hold up. I'm I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up the receipts. I'm going through okay. my Snapchat memories. Okay. She's not kidding. I'm not kidding. It's been a year. I'm going to cry. It's been a year <laughs> since I've seen a musical. Yes. Well, that's fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The point is, we saw Anastasia together. It was a fun time. Um, I have to say, though, when I saw it, it did not live up to the image I had in, in my mind of it. Uh, yeah, I think it didn't live up to either of our expectations, being completely honest. Still love the music, though. The music is oh, fantastic, yeah. but just production-wise... The choice to have a screen as the major scenic element. Yeah, it really bothered me. (laughs) Yeah, not my favorite thing ever. Also, I feel like they didn't really choreograph it so that the scene felt real. Like, there were times where the woman playing Anya would run to the back of the stage. Oh my god. And (laughs) turn... Like it was during it was during crossing yeah, the bridge. Yeah, it was during crossing the bridge, and it's just it like was... a screen with the bridge. <laughs> and she ran to the screen, and before the lights turned off, she turned to the side and walked off stage. I was like, "What?" The whole big 
climax of that musical number is that she walks across the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and she just walks to the picture of the bridge and turns to the left she, and walks off stage. She could have at least stood there. She could have just stood there until the lights went off, but she didn't. And I was like, what? Why is she doing that? <laughs> that was so funny. It was so funny. You know what is really funny? The guy who played um, Dimitri in the production we saw keeps coming up on my For You page on TikTok. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. I mean, okay, to be fair, like, in general, like, I get why they would put, like, a musical theater actor on my For You page. But also, yes. if I keep scrolling past his videos and not interacting with them, maybe take a hint. <laughs> no shade to him. He wasn't terrible. Yeah, no. No shade to him. I think he's yeah. fine. Oh, what's the name of the character? The third guy in the trio. Vlad. Oh my god. He was incredible. He was so fun. And he I was think... a swing. Yeah, he was a swing. We were trying to look him up afterwards, and then we were talking with my parents who had seen the show the other weekend, like the weekend mm-hmm. before or after us, and we were talking, and they had a different mm-hmm. person. And he was the best part of the show. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> he was amazing. I loved him. He killed it. Countess and the Common Man. Oh, that was such a good number. That number saved that show for me. Probably the best number. I mean, it's like halfway through (laughs) Act 2, so that uh, says a lot, but... But the chemistry they had? Absolutely immaculate. Impeccable. Okay, we need to stop ranting about this show. We still love it, though. We do love this show. Also, mm-hmm. okay, no, I, I'm promised we're going to stop talking about Anastasia, <laughs> but if any of you guys have not gone through and watched Christy Altamere's Royal Misfits series, it is the single best vlog series on Broadway.com's YouTube channel. She put entirely too much time and effort into that series. There were whole, there was like a whole plot line. The <laughs> Christmas special had Derek Klenna being the son of Santa Claus. <laughs> I don't understand what was happening, but it was so, so much fun. Anyway, that show closed too early. I'm still upset that I never got to see her as Anastasia. Yeah. Um, I'm mostly just stalling because I don't know where to go from here for your for your guesses. Hit me with your best shot, Zoe. You've got one. I did. I did get one. That's better than I thought I was going to do, honestly. <laughs> this is going to be... Maybe a little out of left field, but I know you've mentioned it. And I'm thinking of, of a playlist that I, I've seen on your Spotify. <laughs> because somehow after five years of friendship, we only just became friends on Spotify. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. I am killing it. <laughs> See, you're not as bad as you thought. Maybe, maybe my engineering classes haven't fried my brain as much as I, I think it has. <laughs> Is that proper grammar? Absolutely. Who not. cares? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Engineers don't need to know how to speak. You sure about that? I forgot where I was going <laughs> in the middle of that sentence. All right. The band visit. I love this show quite a lot. It's very. I feel like it's a very subtle show. Like it's not. Oh yeah. I actually. I watched the movie. Oh, I've never seen like, the movie. It was on one of our streaming services. I don't. I could not tell you which one. And I couldn't tell you when I watched it. It was sometime during quarantine. I think it was over summer. Did summer happen? No. 
It was sometime <laughs> between my spring semester and the start of this fall semester. <laughs> we watched it, and I actually really liked that movie. It is super subtle, so I, I can imagine that, that the it would translate to the musical, which is really fun because I feel like so many musicals nowadays are like big spectacles. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm currently thinking of Moulin Rouge right now, which is <laughs> entirely spectacle. Yeah, I just love, like I said, the subtlety of this show. It doesn't need a lot to be as good as it is. Um, and I just love the music so much with its like Middle Eastern influences. Um, growing up with like Armenian and Turkish influences in my life, just the music is so similar and they always, and like just in the general like Middle Eastern Caucasus area, they use very like similar instruments and similar styles of music. So just like hearing music that resonates with my own culture just feels really nice to see that sort of a representation, a representation, that sort of representation on stage and within the theater community and the fact that it won a Tony Award. It won a lot of Tonys. It won a lot of Tony Awards, yeah, because it was amazing. Um, and also Katrina Lang. Oh my god, we can have a whole Need I say more, about- Katrina Lang. She's so incredible. Her voice is everything. Can I just say that this list would look very different if the 2020 Company album had come out? Ooh, definitely. I definitely realized that I um, just told you that I, I don't have Company on this list. Yeah. Makes me wonder if you have any Sondheim on there at all? No comment. The point is, Katrina Lank. Yes, and might I say that if you have not watched on YouTube the video of Katrina Lank performing at Miscast, singing If I Was a Rich Man. Oh my god. From Fiddler that, on the Roof. That Do it video? right now. Do it right video, now. If you don't oh watch anything else, watch this, because it is the most amazing performance I have seen. This woman single-handedly manages to play the violin and sing this song amazingly, almost completely a cappella. And it was just... This? It was like the best thing I have ever witnessed. The amount of power that this woman wields. Yields? <laughs> what? <laughs> Katrina Lank makes me lose all sense of grammar. TLDR. Is it? No, I guess it's not TLDR. TLDL? Too long didn't listen? The point is, Katrina Lank, fans visit, good vibes. Very good vibes. I believe it's your turn to guess again, mm-hmm. and there are definitely still ones on here that I think you should know, so I'm not really worried yet. My brain is blanking. Bianca. <laughs> Next to normal? Okay, so no, it, but I listened no. to that obsessively, so um, partial credit, maybe. Are we doing points? Is this a point? Like, are we winning? Is there, a, is there a way to win? No, I think this is just, like, for funsies to see. It's like a... How well do you know the other person based on their comfort musicals? Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> I feel like this should be, like, a TikTok challenge. <laughs> like, trying to, like, match people up with their musicals. I feel like that could be a TikTok challenge. That would be fun, actually. Do you want to take another shot? Um, I'm assuming I should. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I said, well, I said partial credit, so it's not on this list, but I do listen to that a lot, and I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just not the most comforting story, at least for me personally. Um, I think it's a really important story, and I find it, like, absolutely beautifully written, um, but I wouldn't call it chill vibes. You're right, you're right. Hmm. What else? Do, 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 do. No. <laughs> Amelie? You're getting some real good partial credit here. I also love Amelie, and that actually does <laughs> no. fit in with, like, my chill vibes kind of, kind of qualifier here. Um, I do love Amelie. I haven't listened to that in actually a hot second. Um, Bianca, ah! my list is really easy. Uh, but my brain is starting to stop working. That didn't make any sense. It's not working anymore. Um, We're a whole mess. Oh, God. Okay. Do you want a clue? I can give you, like, a clue. Okay, I'll take a clue. Do you um, want, like, an actor? Chris McCarroll. Who? Bianca. <laughs> Wait, I really oh, don't know who that is. I'm sorry, have I disappointed you? Yes. No. This was, I had a whole rant about this musical, like, last week. Zoe, you rant about musicals all the time. But that's not the point. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. I talk about this musical, like, obsessively. It was, like, the only musical I listened to for, like, a couple weeks. I've listened to it dozens of times. Is it Lightning Thief? Yes. <laughs> ah. Dude, that was the whole thing. I still haven't listened to it. I'm Bianca. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, how did you not get it after Christopher Carroll? That was the whole thing with Aaron Tveit being the only nominee for that category. You never referred to him by name. <laughs> <laughs> I never knew. <laughs> it was just Percy to me. I didn't know oh, the no. actor's name. It's okay. Apparently I failed you in not making it clear that Percy Jackson was not, in fact, a real person who was playing Percy Jackson in this musical. Well, I'm not (laughs) stupid. I just, I just didn't know the actor's name. No, it's fine. I'm just being annoying. Um, He was just the guy who played Percy. Yes. It's the guy who played Percy and was not nominated, even though he was the only other person eligible for this category. In fact, Percy Jackson didn't get a single nomination, That's... even though it was the only musical that had an original score. And that is upsetting. They still didn't get nominated. That is actually quite upsetting. Even though I haven't listened to it, that is quite upsetting. I will listen to it soon, I promise. Yaga! <laughs> and then I can agree with you. But I trust your judgment. Okay, let me just, I talked about this enough in the the musicals for the youths episode, but the point is, I was a huge Percy Jackson stan, like, literally would cosplay as the characters in middle school. Like, I loved this series, and this musical does such a great job of adapting it. I think it does a really great job of incorporating the themes and the important messages from the first books. Um, I love it so much. Apparently Bianca doesn't care, but I, do I care. love it, and I listen to it way too much. It is part of the reason that my Spotify algorithm is absolutely 
trashed because Spotify doesn't know what to do with musicals. <laughs> also, it's mostly aimed at kids, which is uh, compounded by another thing we're going to talk about later. And yeah, I can't talk about it much more than that because my co-host doesn't do her homework. Excuse me, how was I supposed to know that you were going to pick that one? How many how many rants have I sent you about this musical? Many. <laughs> I'm sorry. Really sorry. I'm really stupid, stupid, stupid. Sorry. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, okay. Okay. So we have you. You've mentioned this musical in another episode of ours. I just I feel like feel like it's on here. Um, mm-hmm. Alice by Heart. No. Damn it. <laughs> it was a contender. It was a contender. Okay. On my list, but I don't think I'm as attached to it. Okay. However, it did get me through early quarantine, so I appreciate it for what it did. Okay. I know you love Duncan Shake, so I feel like, okay, I'm going to say Spring Awakening then, because I feel like one of his musicals has to be on this list. No, tis not Spring Awakening. Um, okay. Unfortunately. This is already going downhill. You ha- you took like <laughs> ten tries to get Percy Jackson. Now here I am with like three tries to get whatever this one's going to be. You better know at least one of the next ones. <laughs> the look of horror on your face. <laughs> I don't like tests I don't know the answers to. <laughs> But you do know it. In your heart and your soul, you do know it. That's supposed to be a clue. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just me giving you a vote of confidence. Okay, it's a jukebox musical. Okay, the only one I'm thinking of right now is Moulin Rouge, but I feel like that's not it. No, absolutely not. It is not that at all. (laughs) Oh my god, Mamma Mia. Yeah! Oh my god. Bro! (laughs) The amount of TikToks you've sent me about Mamma Mia vibes, I cannot believe it took me that many, oh my god. (laughs) Head empty. Head empty, no thoughts. Please, tell us all about Mamma Mia. I love this show with my heart and my soul. And to be fair, I don't listen to, like, the Broadway West End cast recording of it. I listen to the movie recordings because I am in love with the movies, both of them, which, all things considered, some of the music from the second movie is in, like, the actual stage production, so I'm gonna count both of those movies into this category. Hold up, wait. Mamma Mia was amazing, but Mamma Mia 2, here we go again, was a cultural (laughs) reset. Okay, wait. Since when are you the one that cheats on these categories? That's my job. I had to. I had to. It was Mamma Mia. (laughs) Like, if I just want to feel good on, like, a Sunday morning making breakfast, I will put on Mamma Mia and just dance and sing as I cook, as I prepare the table, as I do all the things. It's just all of the good vibes, and it just gives me, like, happy Sunday morning. I will agree that it's, like, aggressive good vibes. There is no way to cry or feel sad listening to Mamma Mia. To be fair, I did cry at the end of the second movie. (laughs) Both times I saw it. Oh 
my god, no. You really are going to turn into a wine mom. <laughs> yeah, have you seen those TikTok videos where they're like, put on the dancing queen and record your mom's reaction to it? <laughs> no, what? That's me, I'm the mom. I'm the mom that starts dancing the second she hears dancing queen. Oh no. I guess it's my turn again. I do believe it is, yes. Both right. of these, I feel like, okay, one of these, I don't know if you'll be able to guess, but I I don't know. I feel like I've talked about it enough as something that I really, really loved. And then the other one, I'm so surprised you haven't guessed yet. Ooh, I think I know. I think I know. I think I know. Do I? Is it? Is it? Is it? <laughs> if I can get the words out. <laughs> Is it come from away? Yes! Okay. That is not the one I thought you would be able to guess. Really? Really? The last one is the last one's way easier. Surprised that you haven't oh. guessed it yet. Oh. But um Can't wait to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I love Come From Away. I saw it a couple years ago now. It came to the Amundsen. Yeah, like two or three years ago. And I was absolutely blown away. I think it, it's one of the best musicals on Broadway right now. Yeah. It's such a, like, warm, feel-good story. I feel like it's one of those shows that, like, if you ask anyone who's seen it, like, if they enjoyed it, I feel like everyone enjoys this show. There's, like, no way to not enjoy mm-hmm. this show. I'm so upset that I didn't get to see it when it was here. I haven't listened to the entire soundtrack, but I've listened to some of it, and what I have heard, I really do love. And it's such a, like, the visuals of the show are also, like, just as, like, amazing. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's really just, I think, a cast of, like, a dozen people with the band, like, right off stage. You can see them for most of it, and they actually, like, it's like they come out on stage and, like, join the cast for a couple of the numbers. Oh, that's so cool. And it, like, it's, it's in the style of kind of like poor man's theater where they a lot of the set is just made up of like a bunch of chairs. For the first like half hour or so, it gave me like flashbacks to D-Task, but beyond <laughs> that. Um, okay, for anyone who, oh who's like not a like SoCal theater kid, D-Task was like our big like acting competition. Yeah, it was the Drama Teachers Association of Southern California. I have been three times. I went <laughs> twice. Yes. It was an experience. It was. Hey, I got to semifinals my first two hey. times, and then the third time my group actually got fifth place in our category, so pretty proud of that. Shout out to um, our Macbeth crew. Lauren was in that. Yeah. Lauren from the last episode, so shout out to one of my fellow witches. The point is, I love Come From Away. And I think it's a show that is just so important. And, like, I think it's a mandatory watch. Like, if you are a fan of theater and you see theater productions consistently, you have to see this show. Next time it comes around, I will. I think it's supposed to come back to the Amundsen this, this upcoming season. Is it really? Whenever, whenever that's supposed to happen, I think it <gasps> is coming back. Oh, my God. I gotta go. <laughs> that and... I th- Actually, okay... The first Hades Town tour is coming through here too. I'm so oh excited. God. I'm I'm so excited. I'm so determined to see that show no matter what. <laughs> Wait. What? Okay, hold up. I I was pretty lost on what else I was going to guess for you. 
However, oh. fun transition happening right here. I know that Hadestown Ooh. has to be on this list. It is indeed. Yay! Oh my god, we are back, baby. Before the Broadway cast recording came out when they had like the off-Broadway version of it. Yeah. I listened to that religiously my freshman year of college. So I, I felt like that, that got me through a lot. <laughs> it's just such good vibes. And then the Broadway cast recording came out and I'm like obsessed with the entire cast. Reeve Carney, his voice is like the voice of an angel. Eva Noble Zada oh. is everything. Patrick Page and don't get e- even get me started on um I forgot her name. Amber Gray. <laughs> but yeah, just everything about that show is so amazing. In a dream world, I would play, I would love to play a gender bent version of Orpheus. I just. Okay, first of all, I love the idea of gender bent Orpheus. I think that needs to happen. Um, right? That's, that's a necessity. Also, uh, while we're talking about gender bent Orpheus, can we please get Catherine Gallagher to do that? Ooh, I would love to see that. I just okay. First of all, I just love Catherine Gallagher. Um, <laughs> we we stand, we stand in this household. Anyway, yes. Um, yes, Hades Town, amazing. I I love it. So desperately want to see this show, and I was so yeah. excited when they announced that it was coming to the Amundsen. I know, I was too. And then the pandemic, and now nothing is coming anywhere because there is no theater, because you know people are dying. So who cares? Zoe, <laughs> that's so depressing. I don't know what to tell you, man. You know. That's the way the world is right now, and that's why this episode exists. You know, go and listen to these shows. They'll make you feel better for, like, an hour at a time, and then you'll read a news story, and you'll cry some more. Then you can go through and and re-listen to some of the other shows. I don't know. (laughs) That's what I've been doing. I mean, that is completely fair. And, like, just the message of Hadestown is just so beautiful. Oh, my God. I just know that if I watched it, I would absolutely bawl my eyes out. The other day, I was (laughs) I was driving home with my mom from running errands. We were driving home from Target, Target, (laughs) and we were listening to Hades Town. And I was talking about the theme and like the the whole ending idea of like it, it. In the end, it doesn't really matter whether or not you succeed. It's all about whether or not you try in the face of failure. Mm-hmm. And I lost it. <laughs> I started crying oh on the way home from Target. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm a little fragile right now. It's fine. Uh, do you want to guess my last oh boy. one? <laughs> you put a lot of pressure on that last one. You should know it. I'm Should I? honestly shocked you have not guessed this one yet. Oh, God. Am I, like, really familiar with it? Everyone's really familiar with it. Oh. I don't know. I feel like I've already given you a hint. How about you ask me a question and I will answer. Okay. Have you seen this show before? Yes. Once? No. How many times have you seen this show? Give me a second. Um, 
Four or five. Oh. Wait, is it Wicked? Hell yeah, man. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe I didn't get that. It was my first show ever. Me too. And you didn't get it? <laughs> I'm sorry. Honestly, I thought you were going to ask if it was a Derek Lena show. To which I would have also had to say yes, but that's not the point. <laughs> I feel like that would have confused me, though, because, like, if I ask that question, like, I'm referring to, like, the original cast. Yeah, so, like, you... And so, like, he was in it later on. Ironically, you saw him in it. I did, and I didn't know. <laughs> you also saw Lindsay Mendez, and you didn't know. I did. I did. Oh god. I went and I went to New York like the summer after 7th grade and I wasn't really like immersed in the Broadway world and the theater community. I was just like, "Oh, I like Wicked. Great soundtrack." And so my parents had surprised me with tickets to go see Wicked at the Gershwin while we were in New York visiting family. And it wasn't until recently when I went back and I was looking at some old playbills and I found my Wicked one and both Derek Klenna and Lindsay Mendez were in it. And I was like, how was I blessed with this Absolutely show, with this cast? And I did not appreciate it completely for what it Absolutely was. Absolutely ridiculous. I, I don't even know. I don't. Okay. So the first time I saw the show, I was, I think I was in like third grade. So I don't even have oh, wow. I don't even have the playbills from when we saw it then. So I mean maybe maybe it's a similar story where like I saw someone that now I would absolutely like lose my mind over seeing in person, but I mm-hmm. will never know. All I know is that the last time it came through the Pantages, I think it was 2018. It was like the end of 2018 so. into 2019. God, that feels so long ago. Right? Oh my god. Anyway, the point is, I saw Jackie Burns and Cara Lindsay because it was the anniversary tour, and they were, like, annoyingly amazing. Like, <laughs> like, when I tell you, they are just incredible. That's lovely. I love Cara Lindsay. So, in case anyone's keeping track, I have seen this show four times now, when I was, like, nine, and then I saw it again in middle school. So the same time that, like, Bianca went to New York, I saw it when I came to L.A. Um, and then I saw it my senior year of high school twice. So that's four times. That's why I'm so, like, surprised that Bianca did not guess this. I know. This show is, like, so, like, ingrained in me. Like, I think I know every line of this musical. Oh, wow. That's impressive. Alrighty. I believe it is your turn now to guess my final show. Oh, no. He, I don't know if you're going to get this one. That does not bode well for me. I also don't think I'm going to get this one. Let me know if you need a hint. Well, I already used my hint. Well, there's no rules to this. Oh, so yeah. I guess, so. Well, I guess I would, like, ask questions, right? Yes. If, you, if I had to ask a question, then you have to ask a question. Okay. <laughs> Notable actors who were in it. Or, like, okay, who, who was, like, the starring role? Okay. Matthew Morrison. Crap. That does nothing for me. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> God, what was he in? He was in, like... A few things. <laughs> You're not a Rodgers and Hammerstein person. Not so really. South Pacific does nothing for no, me. No, I only like Cinderella. <laughs> <laughs> but only the updated Cinderella. 
Only the updated Cinderella, obviously. That was such a fun show. We actually saw that it show was. together. Yes. <laughs> this is making me realize how many shows we've actually seen together. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have seen this show before. I'm not completely sure. I've seen the show? I think. I haven't. I just love the soundtrack. Oh, no. I've seen too many shows. I know. Oh, no. Um, okay, wait. Well, I've never seen Hairspray. I know he was in Hairspray. Oh, definitely not Hairspray. Oh, no. I didn't see Light at the Piazza, and I know that you're not a Light at the Piazza person. No. I've only listened through it once. It was all right. <laughs> to be fair, honestly, okay, with Light at the Piazza, I'm, I just want to hear Rob Hochin play. Oh, like, I, I love rob houchin's voice so much i don't know how his voice is real i just anyway i'm, I'm stalling now but um <laughs> wait any guesses okay what? yeah i what? never think about the fact that he was in this musical because i mostly think about the fact that jeremy jordan was in this musical oh and i'm pretty sure i've seen it uh, finding oh. neverland oh my god (laughs) i love finding neverland i love the music in this show it just feels so warm and magical and it like it's like peter pan vibes but it's like the story of the author of peter pan so it's just like and it's just so nice and it's so sweet and it just makes you feel real good and the music occasionally sounds a little piratey yeah. like like pirates and I, I really like pirates i really um. i really liked that show when i saw it it was really fun yeah i wish i could have seen it but yeah it's just so magical and like one of my go-to songs for like anytime i audition for a musical is usually all that matters oh. from finding neverland which i love so dearly i could never do it justice when i sing it um but that's beside the point. Um, it's a beautiful song, and I love it very I'm much. I'm sure you sound beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> that sounded really sus. I really do mean that. I know you mean it. I just... Not good. <laughs> <laughs> that concludes our little list. I do believe it does. However... Um, we decided to add in um, a bit of an honorable mention here. Uh, we, we've hinted at mm-hmm. it once or twice throughout the, this. Yes. Little, little, Easter, little eggs. Easter eggs for you. Um, because you see, uh, this past month, Kenny Ortega went and blessed us once again. And as we're all aware, Kenny Ortega projects basically count as musicals. Hocus Pocus needs to be a musical 2020. Yes. Retweet. But also, this is a TV show, and I didn't know that Bianca was going to go and use movies. Otherwise, <laughs> I would have used this. It is an actual onstage musical, though, so it counts. Whatever. I felt like it was cheating a little bit to put it in the official list. But, like, we're so obsessed with Julie and the Phantoms. It's so bad, you guys. It's so bad. <laughs> When I tell you that I have ruined my Spotify recommendations with how many times I have listened to this soundtrack, I mean that. My Spotify thinks that I want to listen to the Trolls movie. <laughs> no, Spotify. 
Just because I'm on my third listen through of a kid's show about a pretty ghost band does not mean I want to hear Anna Kendrick as a troll. Oh my god. Well, my TikTok for you page is like covered with memes and theories about Julian the Phantoms. And honestly, I'm not really mad about it. They are some of the only videos I send Zoe now, so... Yeah, and I'm not even on TikTok right now, so by send, she means literally texts. She she yeah. downloads them and texts them to me. They're the only videos mm-hmm. you send me. And, mm-hmm. and you're right, I do need to see them. Yes. You're welcome. Anyway, go watch Julie and the Phantoms. Are we advertising for Netflix now? Only if they sponsor us. Wink, wink. And on that (laughs) note, cue curtain call. Welcome to Curtain Call, where we will be spotlighting some of our favorite artists, productions, projects, and organizations at the end of every episode. This week, we have our first audience submission from Vincent Macias. His selection for this episode is the Roundabout Theater Company. The Roundabout Theater Company is an amazing nonprofit organization that puts on a giant array of shows, from big productions of musicals and plays to new blooming shows. When they are not putting on big major productions, they help create a space for new thriving actors, playwrights, scenic directors, etc. in their black box theaters. They own five theaters that are on and off Broadway, so they're always producing something. Many of Vincent's favorite revivals have actually been put up by The Roundabout, such as Anything Goes, starring Sutton Foster, and She Loves Me, starring Zachary Levi and Laura Benanti. I think The Roundabout Theatre Company is a great organization that spreads positivity and inclusivity, which is something that is really great in this day and age. Oh, I love those shows, especially She Loves Me. It's a super underrated show. I mean, you had me at Zachary Levi. He needs to be in more things. Agreed. And with that... We wrap up this week's episode. Remember to send in your suggestions for future segments of Curtain Call. Let us know and we'll give them a chance to take a bow. You can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Beyond Balcony and give us all your recommendations in our email, beyondbalcony at gmail.com. And while you're there, share your favorite comfort musicals. What shows do you go to when you need to feel something again? We want to hear from you. This has been Beyond the Balcony with Zoe and Bianca. Hope you enjoyed this episode, and remember to always play to the back row.